Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females. Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best you take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it down. Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know. And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide. Hello, hello. Hola. You alright? <laughs> I just realised I didn't like it. You used to start a podcast with a song, didn't you? Yeah. And then you stopped. And now you started and it I again. I just started it again. Well, you see, the thing, the problem is when you get to <laughs> above 20, songs don't contain the number 35. Do you think? No. I think we could find a song that's still got 35 green bottles. <laughs> Every week. Every week. <laughs> Tune in next week for 36 green bottles. <laughs> We are on episode 35, aren't we? Yeah, it makes sense. Brilliant stuff. <clears throat> yeah, we're talking about fish today, aren't we? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Shellfish. Self-care isn't shellfish. <laughs> self-care isn't... To be fair, self-care could be shellfish. It's up to you. <laughs> self, self-care could be anything you want it to be. Shelf-care. Shelf-care. Shelf-care um, isn't shellfish. Before we carry on, you might notice, dependent on how my editing skills go... Might be a slightly different outro today at the end of the podcast. Oh, fancy. Because Phil's deleted all of the stuff on his laptop, including the outro. Yep. <laughs> we are the least professional people you're ever going to meet. Oh, <laughs> but we said we might update it. I think, and I don't even know if this is like goes against like podcast laws, but we might have a new intro and a new outro in the next I few weeks. I think we should. You allowed to do that? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm. All the sound quality is not as good on the intro and the outro as it is now. I think we've, <laughs> we've up-leveled our uh, microphone skills since we recorded them. Ooh. What if someone like listens it back in like 10 years' time and like really enjoying the intro and then they're like, oh, actually, don't like it anymore. Don't think anyone listens to the intro. Does everyone skip it? I bet. I, I, I wouldn't listen to the intro. Do you know what intros I like? I feel like we're having a little bit of a podcast meeting here now, so I could bring you all along. <laughs> Where they do like a bit of a snippet of the podcast. I'm saying this because I'm literally listening to Stephen's podcast at the minute, aren't I? Oh, yeah. Um, the Diary of a CEO. And I really like the fact that he does a little snippet of the podcast at the beginning. And then he, he drops into his quick intro. And have you heard what he says? Yeah. It's, I hope nobody's listening. Oh, I have heard that. I like that, yeah. yeah. We're not going to copy it, obviously, or else no. it'll be obvious. So next week we're coming back with... Back with a new intro. The, the best intro you've ever heard. Yeah, so continue listening to this one, but episode 36... You're going to have to listen to it instead of skipping it. Yeah, the intro and it's outro... It's going to change your life. ...is going to be better than the podcast content itself. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be too difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Could be anything, actually, to be honest, couldn't it? It'd probably be better. You right, yeah? I can't laugh, can I? No, you can't. So something I've learnt this week, which I was telling one of our clients about, is that... Um, I didn't realise how much I... This isn't a bad thing to learn about yourself by any means, but I didn't realise how much I smiled slash laughed until my inside upper lip was all cracked and broken Mm -hmm. because now every time I smile or laugh, it causes me some significant pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 
Um, it's made me really aware of how much I smile and laugh. That's which such a is, positive thing. It isn't is a it? real positive thing. See, sometimes, what's that phrase? There's a phrase that basically means that like you've. It's like taking things for granted, isn't it? You don't realise how much you smile and laugh until you can't smile. Until and you laugh. can't smile and laugh. Better to have loved than to have and lost than to have never something like that. Better to have smiled and laughed than to have never smiled and laughed at all. <laughs> I think the phrase goes. Don't become one of the people that makes those phrases, please. Thank you. I've already made plenty of philosophical phrases. I'll have you know. I think you just don't. I'm regular, regularly shared on Instagram. <laughs> sure. Rachel, biggest fan. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate it every time you do it. I'll try and think up something. Uh, Philosophical. What's the other one? Philanthropal. Is that a word? I have no idea. What does it mean? I'm going to have to... You may have... Made up a new word? No. Do you mean... Like a, what's a philanthropist? What's one of them? A person who seeks to promote the welfare of others. I'm a philanthropist. <laughs> I seek to promote the welfare of... Especially everyone. by the generous donation of money to good causes. Well, I am a... Philosophical philanthropist. I suppose you are seeking to promote the welfare of others. Is that right? I am. I do more than seek it. Oh, it's more like business stuff, I think. Ah, maybe not quite that then. That's not me. I'm just Phil. Um, In short, a philanthropist (laughs) is someone who donates their money, experience, time, talent or skills to help others to create a better world. I feel like I'm doing my best to do that. Yeah. A philosophical philanthropist called Phil. (laughs) Ticking all the boxes. Phil, Phil, Phil. Triple B, they call me. <laughs> Nobody calls you that. I call me that. Right, from anyway, now. let's stop this. Stop what? You. <laughs> stop you talking. Stop me talking. So maybe, well, actually, it might be a better podcast if you stop me talking. I'll be honest with you, I just had a moment there where I pictured doing this on my own and I was like, I wouldn't know what to say if I was doing a podcast on my own. It's Triple P, wasn't it? <laughs> I can't. Oh. Today we're talking about self-care. Self-care. And why self-care is not shellfish. Mm. Or selfish. Or selfish. Either or. Either. Um, but I think um, a lot of people think self-care is very much baths, face masks and candles. Which it can be. It can absolutely be that. And just to uh, throw it out there, that's what it is for me. <laughs> I absolutely bloody love that stuff. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. I mean, there's nothing better than a bath and a candle. A little bit of music, is there? You do love that. Glass of red. Yeah. Oh, place to be. There's no. I could literally stay in that for days, weeks, months. If the water would stay warm enough, I'd never leave. <laughs> Even in this hot weather. Even in this hot weather. No, not for me. I just in hot love weather. a bath. It's just so comfortable and comforting and relaxing, and my mind wanders and I get an opportunity to think and chill. And I didn't used to love a bath because I used to make them too hot for myself. You're the worst when it comes to baths. Like you hate it's like claustrophobia for you, isn't it? Yeah, well I and get off I'm not very good in heat, so like I get all flappy if I get too hot. So like I used to make a bath too hot for myself and then I get all flappy and get out after like ten ten minutes and then it'd feel pointless. But you make it a good temperature for me. I've noticed something. What? You're very, very good at just saying I'm good at stuff so that then I do it. Mm. I'm good at making cups of tea. Mm-hmm. No. I'm good at running baths. And you're good at making hot chocolates. I'm good at making hot chocolates. They're all factually correct, though, to be fair to you. It's also a lot of stuff you don't like doing. <laughs> I don't mind making hot chocolate. Mm. I do know what you How can you remember what it's like? Do you remember when you refused to make them because you said that they wouldn't be good enough? And then... And it turns out you made them better. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Anyway, 
Self-care doesn't have to be bath, face masks and candles. No. It doesn't. And I think this is something that I got really like caught up in for a long time, didn't I? I was like, oh, I, just, I don't know what to do for like, look, like, looking after me. I don't, know, I don't know how to look after don't me. don't have to do it. Mm. It literally can be anything that you enjoy doing. Like, it could be a hobby. Like, a big one for me is going out on day trips. Love mm. just driving somewhere. Yeah. Going, either going for a walk or just like going wandering and exploring somewhere new. It can literally be sitting with a brew, like having quiet five minutes. It can be learning something. That one's a big one for me. Like I love learning something new. So like uh, doing a course or like reading a self-care book is a little bit of time for yourself. It it can literally be anything you could ever think of, couldn't it? Yeah, and I think it might, sometimes it depends on like who you are and where you're currently at in life. So like... For some people listening to this, you might be one of those lucky people where self-care is going on holiday for a couple of weeks or going for a long weekend away. But if you're a mum, it might be getting five minutes with a cup of tea, like you mm-hmm. just said. So don't... Sitting on the toilet on your own. Yeah, sitting on the toilet <laughs> and just, just breathing out. Like, because you've you breathed in all day for the past 12 hours and now you just need to breathe out and relax a little yeah. bit. I think another one as well is... Um... Oh, it's gone right out of my head. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I remember. We don't, don't edit it. Don't keep talking because now I'll forget. Okay. I've got it in my head sorry. and I know what I'm saying. Keep it there. Um, a big one for me is like, I really struggle switching off. Mm. Like I got caught up in this idea, didn't I? Of, oh, I've got to switch off. I've got, I've got to switch off. Whereas I found I'm quite a... I like being quite active. Mm-hmm. And I found actually your typical switching off, so things like sitting and watching TV actually had the opposite effect for me like I could I, I used to be someone who could sit and watch like a whole series like back to back and not have a problem with it mm-hmm. whereas now I find like I can get an episode into something and that's just enough like I don't want to do watch anymore mm-hmm. and I, I just find it really difficult to switch off like a lot of it linked to my anxiety um but I think it was a phrase that our coach said wasn't it it's Instead of switching off, switch on to something else. You're not a light switch, you're a dimmer switch. Yeah, and so. I think that was a real big thing for me. Yeah, and it's huge. And if you're a... I mean, you don't even need to be a busy person, but if you're someone who's a bit of a thinker or an overthinker or your mind works at 100 miles an hour, you'll know you know yourself better than anybody else. But you'll know that when you're trying to do something, as Jen just mentioned, switching off is like, it's just an impossible task and you get in bed and you don't stop thinking, you wake up, you're still thinking, you're going throughout your day, you're thinking about stuff. And that's why self-care can be so important because it gives you the opportunity to then switch on to another task. And you'll know the best ones because they're the ones where you forget to pick up your phone or you forget that you've got other things that are going on in life. Yeah, I find it's very often something like when... It's an activity that you can like fully focus on and doesn't allow you to think of anything else. Yeah. Um. And a like, really good example for me is like a jigsaw. Yeah. Like when I'm doing a jigsaw, I don't think of anything other than the jigsaw. Like it's real weird, but like if you can do something that you actively think about it, then you're you're switching on to something else aren't you you're switching your mind on to something else and I had a really interesting conversation actually with a client um yesterday and she said she uh, she's a mum we've been working on getting her like half an hour to herself every single day um 
and this generally tends to be the first thing we do with mums doesn't it when they come 100%. and join us let's try and find five seconds yeah. where you can stop at some point is usually the big thing yeah isn't it? definitely but no she's done really well she's managed to get half an hour to herself every day and she said she uses that half an hour to just go out for a walk because she lives in some absolute like beautiful landscape but really interestingly she said she goes out with literally nothing like no phone no headphones like she just goes out and walks now for me i'm like oh that's it's awful but she was like i just love it because like my mind's constantly on the go all day she said she finds that she gets like loads of creative ideas because she does a quite a creative job and she she gets ideas and she has creative thinking space when she's out and has that time on her own whereas i'm the opposite i spend all day being quite creative and i find i like that time to have a podcast on and listen to a podcast because then all I'm thinking about is the podcast. Escapism. And yeah, isn't it? it's escapism for me. So it, it looks different for everyone, doesn't it? Yeah, I think that's the perfect example to basically explain that self care doesn't have to be a specific set of rules or things that you have to do, which is why when it comes to self care, you can't just like download a PDF that's this is what self care is because no. it's going to be different for everybody. And it's really important that you work out for yourself what that looks like and do you know some sorry to put in again it's all right i'll let you off jen you've been doing it for the past 35 34 episodes i really don't think it's a good time to stop you now it's too late it's too late we're too deep yeah we're far too too deep deep into it yeah we are yeah um but i think the thing is is it's not easy when you don't care if you have much time Mm. when if you're someone sat here listening you think oh i never really do anything for myself it's then really hard to actually think about what it is that you can do for yourself. Like I came from teaching, working full time in teaching and spending the rest of my time building Lift, Learn and Burn. Mm-hmm. Like that that was my thing. So when I left teaching, I suddenly had all this time that I'd been given and I was like, I don't have a clue what I do for myself because I'd spent like two years but like taking all the time that I had for myself and putting it into lift, learn and burn, which there's nothing wrong with that because it means that I can now absolutely love what I'm doing. But what I'm saying is if, if you've not spent a long time not giving yourself time for yourself, it's not going to be an easy thing to think about what it is that you want to do that you enjoy doing. And it takes a bit of time and exploration. I don't think I'm quite there yet with it, am I? I don't think there's a, there's no destination with it no. either. So it's, you know, I think Jen just said she's not quite there, but I don't think there is a there. There's no destination no. for self-care. It's about the journey and it's about adapting it and exploring what self-care is for you. And it's very likely, by the way, that self-care is going to change. In fact, mm. if it doesn't, I'd be very shocked yeah. because obviously the listeners are going to be of all different ages. But if I would imagine everybody's self-care at 16 to 20 is very very different to your self-care at 30 to 35 it's Mm -hmm. not going to be the same activity you're not going to get the same stimulus or stimulation from what you did at 17 as you do when you're 32 like it's it's going to change and i genuinely believe that this is one of the reasons that people stop caring for themselves because the things that potentially used to work don't and don't work anymore and then they stop exploring what does Mm -hmm. and that then puts a big hole in the day and all of a sudden you're not doing anything for you yeah, and I think that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I think why we're we talking about it today, I think it's that idea that, well, how many of us actually do it? Like, and how much it can give us. Like, when we're looking after ourselves, 
everything is easier, isn't it? Oh, yeah, 100%. And the amount of times I say to someone on a call, when was the last, like the first time I ever speak to someone, or one of the first times, when was the last time you did something for you? They're like, I feel like I literally can't remember. It could have been 10 years ago. And like, it, it, obviously it's shocking, it's terrible, we should be doing more, but it's incredibly common. And I think the main message is to note that it isn't just you, it's everybody. No one's doing enough for themselves. However, what you've probably noted, or what you will note once you start to give yourself a little bit more, is how much time and energy you do have because you're giving yourself more. And it sounds incredibly counterproductive, but when you are not giving yourself any self-care, when you're not putting yourself first, when you're not doing things for you, what happens is you then don't have the time and energy to give to everybody else around you. Mm-hmm. And when someone says, like someone like me and Jen comes along and says, right, you need to start doing more for you. And you're like, you don't understand. I already don't have enough time in the day. How am I supposed to now fit in time for me? Mm-hmm. But what happens is you put more time into you. You then have more energy. You've got more desire, more will, more to give. And you actually become a little bit more respectful of yourself that you're able to then give to those around you. And I think the best example, and I know we've spoken a couple of times about it in the podcast, is mums. Because ultimately, you have a child, you want to put that child first. And this sounds horrible, and I hate saying the words, but you've kind of got to put yourself first, ultimately, so you can be at your best, so that you can then put your child first, so your child gets the best. Mm -hmm. I think if you constantly give, 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 and allow every single little piece of you to be broken apart to then give to a child it will be impossible for you to give your best to that child. But when you put yourself first, which by the way, as we've spoken about, doesn't mean going away for a week. It doesn't mean doing big, scary, overwhelming tasks every single day. It can be five minutes having a cup of tea. That will then allow you to just sometimes get a bit of energy back. Sometimes have a little bit of recovery. Like five, even one minute, I've just breathing. One minute of breathing will do more for you than anything else. It'll just give you an opportunity to stop, to reflect, to review, to relax, to then go right now I can go and give my best to this little thing running around in the room. It's, imagine, I don't know where I've, I'm sure I've heard this somewhere and I really liked it. I hope I said it. it you might have. Mm. It's like when you're on an aeroplane and the oxygen drops yes. down and you put your mask on before you put your kid's mask on. Mm-hmm. Because if you put your kid's mask on first... What is the thing? You you wouldn't be able to then put potentially not be able to, why 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 do you put the thing You need to look after you first so you can then look after your child. Yeah. If you put your face mask on your child first, you could then pass out. Yeah. You've now not got a face mask on. By putting it on yourself first, it isn't selfish. What you're actually saying is, I want to be able to look after this child with absolutely one hundred percent of mm-hmm. my ability. So I'm gonna make sure I'm at my one hundred percent. And it's similar for me and Jen with clients. Like we have to make sure that we are in a position where we can give our all to clients. Mm-hmm. And if that, that does not mean like being available 24-7, never training, never uh, eating nutritious foods, never moving, because then we'd never be able to give our all to clients. We have to look after us to then look after what the needs are at the moment. Same for mm-hmm. yourself if you're a mum. Or same for you if you're, uh, or you might be this as well, you might be someone who is very professionally driven. You might be a mum and you might also be really high up in the company that you work for or even own. So because of that, just think how much energy is being drained from you. You've got people underneath you that are mm. working for you. You've got little things running around in the house. You've got so much draining your energy that if you're not able to give yourself energy, if you're not able to have some kind of self-care and look after you, your ability to put your business and your children first, it's going to be impossible. You're not going to be able to do it. And you'll have felt this in the past as well. You'll have felt it because you'll have felt like you've run into a brick wall and that you physically can't actually do any more than you're doing. 
And like I said before, it's counter. It feels counterproductive. It does. It's like, well, if I'm already hitting that brick wall, how am I supposed to then do less? But I guarantee you, once you start giving yourself that one second, that one minute, that one hour a day, you'll then have the ability, the time and the energy to give more to those around you and they'll notice. Mm -hmm. They'll benefit from it. And you'll hear things like, I can't believe how much energy you got. People say, how have you got so much energy? You've got two kids and you run the business. How have you got so much energy? You should be tired. That's not the case. That's because that has been promoted over the years that you should be tired because of all these things. And that's not the case. What you should be is putting yourself first, giving yourself the self-care that you need, putting yourself at the top of the priority ladder and saying, I matter, my health matters, my physical and mental health matters. And because of that, I'm going to look after me so I can look after everybody else around me. Yeah, and then I think when you give yourself that time, you're not as tired, you find you sleep better, you're able to kind of build some really positive routines in your day, you're able to make the food choices that you want to make, you're able to, you've then got energy to actually do a bit of movement in your day. It just has this real big ripple effect on your life because you start to see how much of an impact that actually giving yourself that time to... And self-care come like... I've just listed all those things, but all those things come under self-care as well, essentially, like, having, like, getting a good sleep routine and getting some good sleep is self-care. Moving your body in a way so that it feels really great is Mm self-care. Feeling your body really well is self-care. Like, all of these things are looking after you and your mind and your body. Like, these are part of self-care as well, aren't they? But I think it is... That often the people, the bit that people miss is the bit where you kind of switch on to something different as well. Yeah, it's allowing yourself the energy. And I think one of the big questions off the back of this podcast is it's probably going to be, well, how am I supposed to get all this done? Because it's all well and good, you two telling me that we need to do more and that I need to do more. But what can we do, Jen? How can we get it? How can we make sure that self care happens, basically? I think the big one, and we get our, well, I feel like I don't do this as much. I need to get back onto it. Write a list of all your favourite self-care activities because I think the thing is when we get to that point where we're like, oh, I've got some self-care today, mm-hmm. it's like, well, what do I do with it? Whereas if you've already got a bank full of ideas of things that you love doing, you love um, kind of spending your time doing, uh, my top two are reading. Mm-hmm. I absolutely adore reading um, and going for walks, like the, the, the two things that I love to do for myself. Um like top um and they're not difficult things like i can do them really easily um but if you've got that list there you don't have to think about it um because you've got a bank of ideas because i think half the time like i said before it's actually knowing what self-care looks like for you Mm -hmm. Uh, and the second thing is once you've got your ideas actually plan it into your diary and i know it sounds really basic and obvious but if you've not actively planned in that time for yourself, you're just going to fill it with something different. You're yeah. going to fill it with more work. You're just going to keep working longer or you're just going to keep doing more for other people rather than actually actively saying, this is for me. We do that. For, that's the first thing that goes into our diary in a week, isn't it? Yeah. We always, always, always plan in. Even self-care comes down to things like having set meal times mm-hmm. in terms of like actually having a time planned into your day where you leave your desk and go and eat and, and take some time away for work. That is part of self-care as well, isn't it? 100%. And one of my biggest tips that I think, it was something that I was speaking to a client about about a month ago. She was really struggling with writing this self-care list of activities. And I said, I'll tell you what, let's make writing this list a form of self-care itself. 
So I said, what I want you to do is set up the room in a really creative way where you feel really relaxed. If that means like dim the lights, candles, uh, relaxing music on in the background, journal in front of you, pen out, but no other distractions, maybe like a, a G&T, just a, an area where you feel like you can actually think for a second. Mm. Because a lot of the time it's like, oh, I'll just grab a scrap of paper. Oh, I'll just do it on my notes on my phone. No, make it into a bigger thing than it needs to be. Make it into a huge thing. Block out. 30 to 45 minutes and sit down in this really relaxing creative environment and make writing a list of self-care activities an actual form of self-care because mm-hmm. that's where it starts this is where it begins that's where you actually start looking after yourself and i guarantee you at some point you'll be writing this list and you'll go oh my god i forgot i enjoyed doing that i've mm-hmm. not done that in like 20 years i can't i forgot that i used to like badminton i forgot that i used to like knitting i forgot that i used mm-hmm. to like listening to music from the 60s whatever it might be like there'll be stuff that you go i can't believe but if you just grab a scrap of paper or start doing it in your notes you'll open it you'll go uh reading uh music um having a cup of tea right what well, i'll scroll through twitter now and uh, instagram and see what's got like it's not a self-care activity that's uh phil and jen have said write a list <laughs> so i'm gonna get it done as quick as i physically possibly can so that i can tick a box and say i've done it nah spend more time on it and I did that, didn't I? Mm. I found out that, um, or I forgot how much I love doing like crafty stuff. Mm-hmm. And like when I actually had time for myself and I started like making bits and doing little bits for the house, I think it started with, didn't it? Yeah. But like, I was like, oh my goodness, I used to do stuff like this all the time and I've not done anything like creative in my own time in such a long time and mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, so yeah have a list of activities and plan it in. Don't just expect it to happen because it won't. No. Like you, you actively have to put it into your day and say, I am going to do this at this time. And, and you already know it's not going to happen because you've not done it for the past 10 to 20 years. Yeah. So you know it isn't going to happen unless you plan it in. So be really blunt and critical about yourself and say, well, if I don't plan it in, it ain't going to happen because it hasn't happened. Get it done. Yeah. Right, Jen K. I'm death back. Shall I put you on the spot? Yeah. I'm heading up both slots at the end of today's podcast aren't I? Oh yeah. I'm not only putting you on the spot but I'm also going to be well we'll talk about the last section in a second because we love that last section don't we? Right Jen uh, this on the spot question this week yeah I could be wrong but I think it's for the first time has been come from a listener that we don't originally already know. Oh that's fun isn't on it? On to the song. Yeah uh, it was someone who's that's very exciting. I know. Thank you to the listener who sent this in. What is the name? Do we know? Uh, yes, I do. She's called Sarah. Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. There's a fantastic question as well. I absolutely okay. love it. Go on then. If you had a canal barge, what would you name it? <laughs> I love Sarah. Mm. Uh, that is a great question. My instant reaction is Rosie and Jim. Oh, Probably already taken. Oh, I know. I'd imagine. I know. What was Rosie and Jim's canal badge called? Was it called Rosie and Jim? I don't know. I can't remember. I used to love Rosie and Jim back in the day. It was fantastic. Yeah. But it was weird. Have you ever watched a programme? Yeah, we've talked about this on the podcast. When you watch a programme back from years ago, do you remember Zap? Yeah. Weird. Like, if anyone remembers Zap, it was that wall where there was, like, windows that would open. Go on YouTube, Zap. It is creepy. Do you know I think the weirdest one? Rainbow. Did you ever watch Rainbow? I don't think so. With, like, Zippy. Oh, I did, yeah. Oh, Very I weird. think that one's weird. Anyway, I would call it... Um, oh, I'm not creative with stuff like this. You'd be better at naming badges than me. I'd be... Well, it's good you'd to know like, I've got my uh, skills. You'd be good at, like, badge puns. I'm badge awful. puns. I'd just call it something rubbish, like Bill. Jen K's badge. 
Um, the on, bolt. Be creative. You got this, Jen. Oh my gosh, I've got what? it. What? Smoke. Why? Think about it. Smoke. On the water. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, smoking. That's clever. I bet there's not one called smoke, you. is there? I like that. Good work, Jen. Thank you. I'm not even being patronising. That's generally really good for you. Right. Yeah, I like it. I think I just, I'm really proud of myself. Because mm. that's something you'd come up with. It probably is, actually, yeah. Uh-uh. So, today, me and Phil are going buying a badge. Yeah. <laughs> Someone could lend us some money. That'd be great. <laughs> and some paint. My mum can drive a badge. I mean, I've drove, drove a badge. Have but, you? Yeah. But with I a don't... big stick at the back. Yes, with the big stick at the back, yeah. <laughs> I went on a party badge once. Did you? Someone's 18th birthday. What called Smoke? No. Oh, what was it called? I don't know, Badge. Oh. Fantastic. Barry. The, Barry the Badge. <laughs> Fantastic. Second in line. <laughs> Underneath Smoke. Smoke. Sensational. I think it was brilliant, mate. See, you said you wasn't creative, now you've got Smoke and Barry. And Rosie and Jim third place. I feel like that's already taken, that's got to be, okay. sure. Right, Jen. Yeah. That was a great answer, by the way. Thank you. I think that was one of the quickest. I've really surprised myself. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's surprised. <laughs> the listeners are like, that was decent. Good work, Jen Kay. <laughs> so are you ready to learn it? I'll burn it. Yeah, I just can't stop thinking about how much I want to buy a boat. I don't, don't even care if it's a badge, boat, badge, dinghy. I mean, we can afford a, a dinghy. A lilo. Boat, dinghy. A lilo we can afford. We can afford a lilo. Lilo call smoke. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't really. I don't think we could call a lilo smoke. Watch me. <laughs> I'm going to get one of those floating things for the bath and call it smoke. Brilliant. Floating things for the bath. Could be anything. Soap. No, I like the things Right, you, you stop trying to push away this last part of the... I know what you're doing. Fine, go on. Learn it or burn it. No, tell me a joke. Is it Chelsea again by any chance? It is Chelsea again. Chelsea, stop fueling this podcast solely by yourself. Just, you know... Stop Chelsea, encouraging him. Chelsea I'm said, literally shouting at the microphone like you're there. Chelsea has said she's willing to send a joke every week. And I'm here for it. No. So people keep sending you jokes in. Sensational. This is a nice and quick one for you. Okay, go on then. What does a nosy pepper do? I don't know. It gets jalapeno business. (laughs) 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 I've never heard that before. It's a good one, that, isn't it? (laughs) Okay, I like that one. This is the person that didn't want this section. (laughs) Every week, can't stop laughing. Like my laugh's awful. It's not awful. And also, I find really stupid jokes really funny. Everybody, please keep sending in stupid jokes. They work. Don't send any clever ones. Don't send any you need to think about. No, no offense, Jen, but it's not worth I it. I liked the story ones though last week. It's alright. I've got another story one in there for you for next Excellent. week. Okay. Right. Jalapeno business. It's jalapeno business. <laughs> um, I've got loads of. No, don't you just start telling no, jokes? Realized. That's not the point. It's not it? that. I'm just saying. I'm just realized I've got a lot of pepper jokes. Pepper with them. I can think of another two. Really? Mm. Well, you're not allowed to tell them. I won't. I'll tell you as soon as this podcast is finished. <laughs> the Red Hot Chili Peppers one. There's another one as well. Wait. Um, no, I'm not saying it. Right. No, say it because you're going you're gonna to get annoyed with yourself. I'm not. I don't care. Do it. It's for another week, that you, one. You, you did the first bit and I'll do the second bit because I couldn't remember the punchline to this one because you say it that much. How much? How do you... I don't even know. What <laughs> He's just ruined his own joke. Yeah. It's for another week. We'll think about it. No, what? say it. What? You say it. No, you can't remember the beginning of it, can you? How do you know how much a red hot chilli pepper weighs? Give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> That's the calibre of joke we're looking for. That level. 
Any higher or lower, we're not game. Yeah, but this is the thing. Um, so, Phil, I, I will say, oh, can you weigh that, Phil? And I'll turn around and he'll have, he'll have it in his hand going, weigh! <laughs> All the time. <laughs> it weighs it, though, doesn't it? Literally. I've started saying, so I'll say, weigh that, and I'll go, weigh, just before he gets it, so that the joke is done and we can move on from it. <laughs> You've actually got a pretty difficult life, haven't you, Jess? Yes. <laughs> I do that with lots of things as well. Yeah, so I will just tell the joke so that you don't have to tell the joke and we could just move on with life. But isn't it making you funnier? No. Oh, I okay. am actually funnier since I met Phil. Sweet, there we go. Mm-hmm. I've lost my hair since I met Jeff. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can see who's benefiting from this relationship. <laughs> right. Thank you very much. From bald Phil and give her, yourself and her full gen. <laughs> give yourself some more self care this week. We want to hear what you've done for you. Drop us a quick message. Let us know what you've done for you. Um, and as we mentioned, there's no outro this week. There might be though. Maybe I've sorted it. Oh, and if the, should we do one just in case? Jamie, do you want to do the? All right, uh, you do the speaking. Okay. You were supposed to speak. I can't remember what I said though, I recorded the outro 37 weeks ago. Something about liking, rating, subscribing. Make sure to like, rate and subscribe the podcast. Leave us a review. Give yourself some self-care. See you next week. <laughs>